You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hey guys, Paul from Rare Drop here. Just wanted to give you guys a quick update because we've officially launched our Rare Drop roleplay brand with three separate campaigns for you to enjoy. It all starts on Tuesdays with Rare Drop Roleplay Reckoning Hour, hosted by Captain Robert and crew. On Wednesdays, our roleplay adventures continue as T-Rex hosts Rare Drop's Bizarre Adventure. And then we cap the week off with our third roleplay campaign on Sundays, Ancient Relics and Hokey Religions, hosted by our friends at J&J Tabletop. We hope to see you this week for some amazing fun and creative of storytelling and don't forget to check out the website for the latest content merch and updates on all things rare drop hope to see you soon show planned for you we don't have a lot in the in the way of topics because all three topics that i have will be a source of long discussion perfect so we're gonna punch into hyperspace right meow and begin i scream punch it so much on on thursday and friday did (laughs) all the time i was like wait what oh all the time squadrons punch it yeah did you feel like okay so i guess we're gonna talk about squadrons right out of the gate hello twitch hello facebook hello people in the future watching or listening hey guys uh did you feel tim like you were like this was the game that was made for 12 year old you when you were in the hangar and you shot out in the tie fighter yeah no i definitely i immediately had flashbacks to playing uh star wars games on my n64 yeah, it um, it was it yeah. it felt very um It was very nostalgic to a certain yeah, degree. It, like I I felt like I had experienced it before. It felt very familiar. Um like like I think it was just like I knew what the inside of like a, a TIE fighter and a uh, an X Wing was supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And so I felt it, it felt kind of like at home. I was like, Oh, I know this. I know I, I I know where I am and this feels right. Um, I didn't play in VR. Uh, I've done uh, space combat games in VR before, and I always end up with a terrible headache or wanting to puke or both. And so I decided to like stay away from it. But even so, to my point, even without the VR goggles on, I knew what I was getting myself into. Like I felt it felt right. It it definitely brought out the child in me. I got all all giddy in the beginning when when you mm-hmm. you know you take off and then they're teaching you how. Although I accidentally hit the free look button on the first tutorial. Oh. And everyone thought the game was bugged. I was like, "What? The <laughs> ship isn't supposed This is, how do I control? This is ridiculous." Um I loved the the moment you get to go through the deflector shields. Mm-hmm. And you're like you're going through it and you go through the bubble and it's just like, "Oh, this is so neat. That's what that would look like. And like getting too close to the engines, like just like the smallest and littlest of details, um, just, just made, made it all feel so special. Chat. If uh, you're on Facebook, you can check that pinned comment for, uh, for the link to questions. If you're on Twitch, you can use question or questions. I copy and pasted specifically for this moment. Um, I think they did a phenomenal job in creating new characters, uh, mixing them with some, I don't want to say old, because Hera mm-hmm. and uh, Admiral Sloan, uh, well, Wedge is old. Uh, Wedge has been around from the get-go, but I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of new characters, and they started to kind of build up those characters, and I would, I would hope they continue to build them, um, like the one, the, the one Imperial pilot um, that has a scarf around his neck, I forget his name, um, we saw him in a short before the game was released. And so they started to kind of build up gray. the something um, gray. They started to build up his, you know, backstory and we start to learn more about those characters. So, uh, I mean, like if, for those that are going to end up asking, yes, this game is now considered Canon. This storyline, um, is, you know, the, the story that's being told to the video game is just like Jedi, Fall, Jedi fallen order. It is Canon. Um, so everything that happened in the game is official, uh, in the star Wars universe. There you go. 
It's official. Uh, mm-hmm. I tweeted on Friday or Saturday. I can't remember that. As far because if you don't know the premise and you haven't played yet, you should. It's only forty bucks. Uh, you get to play both sides in this, which yes. I really feel like going forward, aside from single player RPG experience where you can choose a side, in a game like this. In a game like Battlefront, you always need the ability to play both sides and see both sides. It's just it's it's something that I've I've been wanting for a long time and Battlefront kind of promised that where you got to see what it looked like from Inferno Squadron. Mm-hmm. And but like Infer- if you like go and like read the book for Inferno Squadron, which was like poorly written. Uh, I absolutely despise that book. Um but you can already like start to see like where her uh like where her loyalty was starting to to falter and like she was starting to like lose hope in the empire. Mm-hmm. And so like, even if you would have read the book before the game came out, you would have already known that she was going to end up defecting anyways. And so, but that was like, that was the most frustrating thing for me is because like the EA marketing machine made it seem like that this was going to be the game where do you get to play from the empire. And it's just like, okay, cool. Perfect. We finally get to see a star Wars story from the bad guys point of view. And like we've talked, we talked about that on chat, on stream with chat one day. It was like it, they're both sides are right. You know, it's it's just like playing Last of Us, uh, part two is like it from both sides of you. Like they are, they're in the right, and it's always cool to see it play out from both sides and see like where like they struggle, uh, and like what they actually like both sides actually agree on, and it's like it's fun. So I really really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I like I said on Twitter, I'm normally not an Empire guy. I'm normally, you know, Republic Rebel. That's usually where my allegiances lie. But with this, man, I enjoyed flying with that Empire crew. Yeah, it, uh, felt, it felt good. That one dude, what was his name? Shen? The one who uh, showers with his helmet on? That was yes. what my chat yeah, came he's all, up he's, with. Well, he's, all, he's all burnt. Like he's, he fought against um, not Vanguard Squad, but the, the other one. And so there is, there's definitely some like some animosity and whatnot against those two, some well, rivalry. Yeah, well, that I think that was the the main plot line was that these two groups knew each other, and you got yeah, the you got before. to fly on both sides. Mm-hmm. And there was someone in every group where you were like, oh, they're so cool, or oh, they're so like Gunny for the for the. Uh... I loved Gunny, dude. Every time he gave me, I was like, thanks, Gunny, thank Gunny. I need your help, Gunny. Just like it just felt when right. I- when I would hit the resupply button, then it would the timer would be not up. I would be like, "My God, Gunny!" So apparently, we've seen Gunny before. Someone or, said sorry, that in my chat too. We've seen Gunny's race before. Sorry. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So this, uh, he showed up in, or his race showed up in Solo. Oh, where? Uh, that I don't know, and that I need to watch. Uh, solo again to figure out. I would assume it's going to be the spice mines. I would assume that's kind of the area that we saw them, or maybe on uh, on Corellia. Those are the only like places I could think of that we like ended up seeing like, large Corellia. masses of people. What's the name? Uh, of the some, uh, uh, they're from. He's from Mimban, so Mimbanese. M I M B A N. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we were talking about this in chat. And uh, Gunny references Mimban. Is that the name of the planet? Yeah, he talks about the imperial the imperial occupation in yeah, Mimban a few times while you're uh, while you're uh, while you're playing. I'm putting up a message. But then we that. also like other like interesting like alien creatures that we don't get to see often. Frisk, who is uh, a Trandosian, that but he's but he's out. Al- he's an albino, which I thought was interesting. He also wasn't huge. Was, no, I thought he was gonna. That was gonna be bigger. He was kind of a uh, normal size. Um, yeah, but he he must have been a bounty hunter as well, because he talked about like being like on the bad side, mm-hmm. but like not not to be like like a he's not like imperial. But I I I, I felt really good about calling him an ex bounty hunter. Uh, Keo was the Mirialin. Uh They um, yes, that's a race we're familiar with. Uh, we have seen that race before. It's one of the uh, Jedi Masters, and I'm forgetting her name, and I can see her face. Luminara? Uh, is it Luminara? Yes. Uh, and also the one that betrays Ahsoka at the end of Season 6. Oh, crap. Uh, yes. And you can be Mary Allen in Star Wars The Old Republic. It's one of the playable races. Uh, but we've seen uh, Keo's race before. Um, so that was cool. And then who was the last one? I can't remember her name. Grace. Anvil? 
Is it Anvil Squadron, Chad? Is that right? Vanguard. No, Vanguard's the main one. The Anvil Squadron, I think, is the secondary one that Titan Squadron has gone against before. I'm pretty sure it's Anvil. Um, but yeah, so like, as far as characters, like everyone felt like they had like their own. There was enough backstory, like even like I loved Linden's story. Like that was another one where you kind of like saw it coming. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> spoilers, uh, and we assume you finished the story if you're here. Oh yeah, if you're in here and we're talking about squadrons, then you know. Sorry. Um. So, you see, that's what I was working on. By the way, I was fixing my sign to. I'm just gonna put antagonizing oh. messages up there from now on <laughs> uh, to piss everyone off. Um, this is the way. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, chat. We're always spoiling stuff for you tonight. <laughs> we're talking about. We're talking about uh, squadrons. Uh, what was his name again? I just lost it. Lyndon. Who? Uh, Lyndon. Uh, Lyndon James. Yeah. So Lyndon, obviously, at the beginning, it was like written all over his face that he was about to defect. Uh, yeah. It, you can see it in his face when he's talking to Sloan, and then as soon as he was like going after civilians, and he was like, he was he was shaky on it. It's like, oh no, this is gonna happen. We're gonna have an imperial defector. And then uh, Lyndon's re resurrection. Uh, from the grave yeah yeah i know that was i knew that was coming i was like Everyone there's no way they're gonna let this guy die come on but that, but i like i loved how his excuse was like i know the inside of the ship I'm like but wait that would have saved anyone from crashing into it apparently it saves uh Lyndon, i guess so. commander lyndon james mm. uh i i felt like with this it was a story that was very straightforward it was yeah. fun the characters incorporated into your experience in the story very well there was no plot twists or anything crazy like that it was a very laying down of an establishing of lore. What I what I liked is that you could you could play this campaign in a couple different ways. You could play it like it's just a pure practice range, like learning how, how to control the different ships and learning maneuvers and things like that. Mm -hmm. You could also treat it as just a I want to know the story and yeah. that and that's it. Um, and just so you just you know you just go through each mission, you kind of listen to the dialogue, and then you're done. Or three. You can interact with every single person that is that has like a dialogue bubble over That's them. And you can learn about them. You can learn about what's going on. Um, and so there was a lot of dialogue that I was really surprised by. I thought I really thought this was going to be like a flight simulator with a little bit of story sprinkled on top of it. It was in way Star more Wars. story. Yeah, it was going to yeah within the Star Wars universe, and it was so much more story than I could have ever expected. Uh, and I was pleasantly surprised. It wasn't a deep story like in Jedi Fallen Order, but for the most part, it laid out some foundation for some really cool things that they can do in the Star Wars universe. Like, and so the whole premise of this game is the Republic. You know, for you guys that aren't going to play and you haven't watched playthrough yet, the Republic is building a massive armada. Trying to the New Republic wants to build these large ships. A super weapon! Starhawks, which actually we've kind of seen Starhawks before, Kevin. I'm listening. Just say super weapon. Because it's a super weapon. It's a giant super weapon. It's a it's a Star Wars story about a super weapon. It's just... It, yeah. <laughs> we're keeping to the formula. Um, but Guess so what? It the worked. Star, the Starhawk we've seen before to a certain degree. Okay. Um, in in uh, the Old Republic... Uh, there was also a massive ship um, called the... Uh, hold on. I'm going to find it because I saw... Because chat brought it up to me, and I bet you someone in chat's going to say what it was. But in the Old Republic, there was a ship that looks just like this. Um, I thought you would have known. That's why I would have been mm -mm. less prepared. Uh, Starhawk... Uh, I had no idea that this was uh, taken from the past, which is cool. Now I'm going to be. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to. F so I saw a Reddit post about it and they were like, is the Starhawk actually this? Um, mm -mm -mm. Keep going, Kevin. I'm looking for this thing. So Tim's looking for the Starhawk chat. Should we time him? How do we do this? What's the best? Oh, my uh... gosh. <laughs> no, there was a Reddit question. There was a Reddit question or like someone just like, does the Starhawk. Well, Chad, if you find any information on the Starhawk uh, from Old Republic, you can uh, send it our way. Um, talking about the Imperial Squadron now, uh, we have Commander uh, Teresa Carroll. She was a bitch. 
but in that Imperial esque way. She had great hair. Yes. Yeah. Yes, she did. Uh, and she was Lyndon Javes' uh, inferior when he was part of the Empire. Uh, Havina Von Reg, like again, none of these people, like I, I would expect to be stabbed by every single one of them in a dark alley and on Coruscant. Uh, the they were soldiers, and they were, they gave it to you. They were like, yeah, cool, you can fly with us. Don't die. <laughs> so Von Reg, who was one of my favorites, uh, Rella Soul, she was like cool, but she seemed very bland. Uh, and then we had Shen, who showers like Shen a lot. Showers really, with his helmet on. Really like Shen. I don't know what's going on underneath. When he was there. like, when he was like, I don't remove the helmet. I was like, this is the way. Yeah, he's like super uh, almost Mandalorian, but not really. It's just how Very he how so. he rolls. Yeah, and smart. And then what's the other guy's name? I can't find anything with his name on it. Who? He had Gray. Gray. He had Soul. I you forget Gray's Rett. full name, though. That's what I was looking so for. So, Var Varco Gray. Varco Gray, that's what it was. Rella Soul. Havina Von Reg. Varco Gray was your your intro to the lifelong Imperial soldier who was still fighting the good fight from their point of view. And yeah, it's like uh, it's like the guy who was he fought for the Japanese in World War II and didn't stop fighting. But, in the farms of Korea until like 2008. But if you did all of the dialogue, there's a line where he says, all I want to do is find a nice quiet planet somewhere and settle down with my husband and blah, 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 blah. Like, no way. All he wanted to do was be like, okay, I'm just going to go relax and enjoy life with my <laughs> husband and go somewhere and just not be a part of this anymore. So if you dug deep. I didn't get, I didn't get that dialogue. Yeah, like, like if you talk to Von Reg, she is a suicidal, homicidal, ready to murder, like oh, totally yeah, down. Oh, 100%. She's nutty. Shen just wanted his revenge on Anvil. That's why I said uh, Rella Soul like, had not much going on. She was there-ish. Yeah. Uh, Teresa Carroll was obsessed with Lyndon. Uh, oh, 100%. But yeah, it, all Grey wanted to do was just go live the quiet life somewhere and get away from it all. Uh, <clears throat> when Grey just says might makes right, he's on the right side if that's his, his, uh, his thing. Um... He's Vader. Shen got blown up so much. He's more machine than man. Everybody kept coming in and chat like, why doesn't he have new armor on? I was like, you tell him that. I'm not about to sit here and tell him to go get new armor. He's the type of guy that would kick you out the airlock and not think twice about it. But it looked it looked so cool. The way it, like, it had like acid burns and stuff on it. It was wild. Yeah, he had, he had, he is the definition of I've seen some like. Yeah. <laughs> the Star Wars definition of it. Um. But it was interesting because they took a very... When you were on the Empire side, it was a very visceral tone. Um, yes. It wasn't a game for kids. It was definitely... No. There was a war going on. Um, there, If you dig into the dialogue options, too, they talk about the loss of the Emperor. Um, yes. There was good stuff in there. Uh, but what's nice is that it didn't force that on you. Not at all. You, you could either you talk to them to, or keep going. You had the choice. And I had to talk to each and every one of them. I never stopped. <laughs> it was so why Kevin loves Fallout. I don't love Fallout. Okay, then that's why you would love Fallout. Scott, no, I don't. I've tried Fallout. I don't really like it. You could, but you could talk to everybody there, That's Kevin. why I like Skyrim. Mm. It's a big open world, and I just go around like a Viking man and talk to people. And if I don't like them, I stab <laughs> them in the throat. Yes, good, Kevin. Now make me a Star Wars game like that, EA. Hmm. Okay, thanks. Bye. Um, but yeah, the the story in the game was 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 really good for what it was for a forty dollar game where you knew the focus wasn't the story. Uh, I think they nailed it. Uh, seeing Hera live action was pretty awesome. Voiced yes, by the same. I love. So she sound. Did she sound different to you? She did, but it's the same voice actress. And that and that's what we came to figure out. But she still, it felt she sounded different. Uh, yeah, I mean. I don't know. Maybe it was the medium. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but it was but her. There was something off, and I was like, it didn't sound right. And then we looked at the IMDb, and I'm like, oh, it is her. So is Admiral Sloan everything that the book makes her out to be? Um, eh. I mean, like, yes. I mean, she she honestly didn't have that. Like, for how much like people were so hyped about Sloan like showing up, she didn't really have much of a part. 
she was kind of like she was behind the curtains. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of hard to to say yes or no. She really, like, honestly, it was about the squadrons themselves and then, like, the the people who were in charge of the larger ships and, like, the, the conflict between them. And, and that was really it. There wasn't... The bigger picture wasn't really laid out. And that's also just because what the game is. Yeah. You know, the, the game is the game is a flight sim based in a Star Wars universe with a little bit of story sprinkled on top. But they, you know, like, they, they put enough to catch you. But at the end of the day, it is designed to be a, a flight simulator. Right. No, I, I so, agree. And yeah, Boomstick's yeah. right. Like, we didn't want to overshadow the new characters. Uh, but it's important to bring Hera and Sloan and even wedge Whoa. into that. You you have to because, because it connects because the roles the world. that they were playing. Yes, it was the roles that they were playing at the time, like in in this part of the timeline in the right. Star Wars universe. They had very very important parts, and that's what we love about Star Wars is that when you're telling yep. someone else's story, you know, person B comes into the picture, and you're like, I know, I know them, <laughs> I know them, uh, and that's the excitement of Star Wars. That's what makes it fun. You know, when yeah. you when you go to uh, Corban for the first time in, in Coder or or uh, Old Republic and you're like oh I read the read the book the comic book on Naga Sadal this is so cool I'm in his tomb that's that's what makes it fun uh, yeah Wedge was a surprise uh, I didn't expect to see Wedge and I was like no I, I didn't either I was really excited Wedge was good I enjoyed the, the Wedge drop in there and he was wedgier than ever uh <laughs> I tried multiplayer and it didn't work for me. Uh, yeah, Eddie, so it was kind of broken for a bit. Eddie has been enjoying it. I've been talking to Eddie about it, and Eddie's been having a a, a good time with it. Um, I don't like the five v five. I like the mode they stole from Battlefront. Yes, uh, where it's kind of it's that it's the tug of war, the linear progression. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's the mode I enjoyed. The five v five was not that fun. No, um, I so I was I was a part of an alpha test a couple of months ago. <gasps> And why uh, didn't you tell me, Tim? Oh, Kevin, I'm uh, because NDAs, Kevin. Oh, man, I wish I knew secrets. that Tim was part of the alpha Se test chat. Secret secrets. How could he withhold um, these secrets from me? And I, and I had played it and it was like, I, I would have to agree with you. I did the I did the like the tug of war, that progression style. And I enjoyed that way more than just the like hyper competitive 5v5 because there are just like certain classes and certain things that are just stupid overpowered. And it just like it and it's designed to be that way. But you get to that point where it's just like, this isn't for me. I'd rather just go shoot bots and stuff like that. That, that was fun. Yeah. Oh, and, and the ship is called the Gravestone. Uh, oh, I know the Gravestone. Oh, so look, at, look at the Gravestone <gasps> and then look at the Starhawk. Oh, <laughs> oh, Tim. Uh-huh. The yeah. Gravestone is a fleet destroyer, too. So what the Gravestone and that's, does... And that's, what, and that's what the Starhawk is. So when they fight the Eternal Empire at one point, which you don't even know what that is, but I'm not going to sit here and explain mm -hmm. it to you. When they're fighting the Eternal Empire, it's not the Empire and it's not the Republic. They're actually on a side against this other group that is formed by the ancient Eternal Emperor in his other life that he created uh, when he inhabited... None of this is, it, none of this is canon, by the way. Jack, any so. mm, drops of it are, but not a lot of it. Uh, he he was basically the ancient Sith Emperor was so powerful, Tim, that he was inhabiting two bodies at once, and in one of them he was married with three kids and raised uh -oh. an he was like the king of this other civilization all the way out beyond the outer rim, and in the oh. other one he was the distant, far removed Sith Emperor that like sat in the dark temple and nobody ever talked to. Oh, but the other empire that he created you're fighting against them so what the gravestone does is it's like this ancient ship from okay. i forget who built it uh but basically the way the eternal empire's armada worked was they would go in like a grid uh -huh. and, and like set up remember in um guardians of the galaxy one when the whatever force makes that that shield yes it's similar yes. to that but they power up on each other and they shoot out instead of making a wall so That's what the cool. gravestone does is it would actually uh, make a chain reaction that would shoot one ship and then it would take the energy from that and split off and it would actually just keep going out and out and out and out and destroy large chunks of this. And it also had like ridiculous shields. That is so interesting. Oh, <laughs> mm. 
Oh, that was great. Yeah, uh, so that and it, it looks very, very similar. You get to drive the gravestone in Swotor. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a whole expansion. It's a whole thing. It's a mood. Yeah, I liked how the gravestone, like the whole front end, was just like one massive tractor beam. Yeah, that's basically what it does. And then it just the takes Rock. the energy and destroys the next yeah. ship, and so on and so forth. Roots and repeat. So it is. It is literally an armada destroyer. Oh, there you go, Kevin. That was, was so what I was much trying research to find. to do now after this. <laughs> I was I had to do the creative stuff for that thing and now I'm gonna be looking at that all night. <laughs> I was gonna try and take a master class too. That's down the drain. Uh they also they also mention uh Admiral Thrawn very, very quickly. Uh I, in one of in one of one of the scenes they mentioned Thrawn and everyone was freaking out. I was like, Does that mean Thrawn shows up? I'm like, chat, please. I'm not He's gonna gone. lie to you. Either you or Ben DM'd me. So I was uh -huh. reading that while he meant they mentioned Thrawn. Yeah. And I got the business from Chad. <laughs> like, You're not paying attention. Do you realize what you just missed? <laughs> it was like it was one quick mention of Thrawn, and then they all were like, Oh my gosh, he's gonna show up. I was like, No, Chad, he's disappeared. Nobody knows where he is right now. Because this is this is four years after the Death Star blows up, after the Battle of Endor, and this is a year before Mandalorian. And so that is where we find ourselves in the timeline right now. And so this is still the New Republic climbing its way up as trying to be a legitimate government while fighting off these small cells of Imperial presence around the galaxy. And so you have a bunch of admirals and captains and moths, and they're all fighting for power. It's a claw to the top. And that's why, like, you have the the one guy, the one Imperial that is holding on to all the the weapons. Oh, because, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's like, and so, like, for him, like, he's holding all the chips in his sector that he controls. And so, imagine that type of individual all over the galaxy, because they're all trying to do what they feel like is right, proper, what the Emperor wants. They also want the power. Exactly. They all they all want power. They all want to be. The Tarkin, or they want to be the next emperor, like they like that's what they're all trying to do, and so you have a bunch of different people just clawing at each other. Not everyone can just be Emperor Palpatine, though. Empire people, come on, <laughs> yeah, come on. Can you form the first galactic <laughs> empire? <laughs> that's good, Kevin. I like that one. In but, order. Uh... <laughs> See, I should hone that. Then I could you do. You should. That's really good. I could do Palpatine stubs on YouTube versus videos. It's very good, Kevin. Yo, yo, we got Palpatine versus Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd win there, um, Tim? Uh, uh, I don't. Uh, I feel like Palpatine emperor? would crush him. The emperor would rip him apart at the cellular level. Is there? Okay. All right. Hold on. All right. We're going off on a tangent because I, I want to. Okay. Miss Marvel versus the Emperor. I mean, I think he'd still kick her ass. Really? Yeah, he's the Emperor, dude. <laughs> he's the Emperor. The, ma the man. The man made life out of nothing, Kevin. He is well, midichlorians, Tim. No. I hate the M word. We don't say that on this show, Kevin. We don't say that word. He manipulated the force in a way that he created life. <laughs> what? I hate that word. We don't say that word. I, I wanted to piss you off. I hate that all right, word. All right, all right. I hate episode one. Uh, the Emperor. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Versus. Thanos. Oh man. Uh yikes, dude. I think Thanos wins. The I would, Emperor I would can't manipulate Thanos. the Emperor cannot mani manipulate time or reality. Well, I think Thanos I... wins. Ah, uh, he can't I don't think he can he manipulate can't manipul reality. He can't manipulate manipulate. Can okay, okay. So so okay, so is well, no, 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 no. reality equal to to mind tricks? We discussed this though. No. Did we win? Remember the remember we discussed the alt the alternate timelines inside the veil of the force? Sure. So wouldn't that technically be manipulating time? But th but Creating th new timelines oh, in the veil of the force? 
yeah, but that's not a but yeah, okay, but you when you're looking at alternate timelines, you have to think of it in not a like you're looking at it in like it, it's splitting off. Like oh, I guess that also works for damn it. I don't um Misa think to admit also someone had a comment earlier. Mm-hmm. Damn and it, dude. What? If this ever doesn't work out between us, I am going to start a podcast called w- Wookies and Whiskey. <laughs> maybe the Isn't april it, 1st podcast will do wookies and whiskey that's really good i actually really like that and one the a whole lot. time though tim and i Can we be, oh no i have a wookie onesie you've seen it oh i have yes have, i have we just we both wear a wookie a wookie onesie and we drink whiskey i used to have the uh the sweatshirt with the hood when i was in high school you know what I'm talking about, right? The chewy one that you would yes. get in the gift yes, shop yes, 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 outside yes. of uh, the Star Wars, uh, to- Star Tours. Yeah, I used to have that, but now I'm mm. fat, so that shit went, <laughs> went to Goodwill a long time ago. Okay, okay, but okay, so so Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet versus the Emperor. Can't, the Emperor can't snap away half the, the population of the universe. So Unless Thanos he, is okay. still stronger. All right, then what about the Eternal Emperor, which can actually, like, force suck vacuum the entire planets? That's, okay, that's, we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about the Emperor, not that one. <laughs> we're talking about sure. this one. Well, technically, if, if you go at the end of Rise of Skywalker, okay, he okay, says, true. I am he all is, the Sith. <laughs> then we'll just, okay. <laughs> well, then he got old and not as powerful and lost his touch. I showed so we're Daniel. talking about the old one i showed danielle the, the young one the uh the fan edited version of the end of rise of skywalker with all oh, of them standing there with their hands really out g- towards ray and she goes literally tim and you know my wife she's sitting there and she's looking at she's like why the fuck wasn't this in the movie <laughs> i can imagine danielle she's like how the fuck was that not in the movie that's my wife does not curse for the most part, Chad. So to hear her look at me and why the fuck wasn't this in the movie was just absolute gold. And I'm like, right? Right? No, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really good. Damn. All right. Now I'm, that's all I'm going to think about tonight is Thanos versus the Emperor. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I think overall... Um, Squadrons is good. Squadrons to me, was Squadron was was it was enjoyable. It, it I got a code, but for me it was worth forty bucks for the story. Um, for a lot of people it won't be, so don't take mm-hmm. my word for it. Yeah, you've got there's got to be a couple things that you like when it comes to. So people are like, is it worth it? And I was like, I don't know. Do you like Star Wars? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, then you're gonna like this. Do you like playing a simulator like fighter pilot game? Like, did you grow up playing F-15 Tomcats or did you grow up playing uh, uh, TIE Fighters versus X-Wing or like any of that? Yeah. Well, then you're going to love this. You've seen that um, that Lance video? No. You know the guy who always does the videos about Twitch streamers? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's great. Did yeah. you see the one about asking if we Is you it buy this it? game? He's <laughs> like, I don't he know how video much money you make. Well, yes. He ends it with... Uh, He's like, it's like asking me to go to the store and buy you a condom, and I have no idea how big your dick is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, to a lot of people, it might not be worth it. But to me, it was. I would have paid $40 and been happy with that 8 to 10-hour experience. Uh, and, you know, like I can pop on with my son and shoot some bots in multiplayer or whatever and, you know, get a little Wookiee keychain or something in my, uh, in my cockpit there. You mean the bobblehead? Yeah, well, Ewok bobbleheads. Well, no, they had the little keychains too that hang from the. Oh, I didn't see the keychains. I only saw the bobbleheads. Yeah, they got little little ornaments or whatever that hang from the top of the ship too. That's fun. There's a bunch. There's projections. There's that. There's a few things you can put in the cockpit. Cockpit. Speaking of uh, crossing over with characters and all that, a Danish site. Well, we were talking about how Sloan and the anyway. Go ahead. A Danish site accidentally posted that somebody is going to be in season two of The Mandalorian. Man, okay, Tim is so, so is, mad about it. I am so pissed because this is probably the best kept secret from them in a while. Everything was a secret last time around. We're like two weeks everything out. Was, everything was so secretive. Three weeks. And we were doing like la- the, la- the first Mandalorian. We had no idea what to expect. We didn't know what was going to go on. 
We had like, and like, that's what made that show a roller coaster. And the longer we go along in this, this adventure, the more shit's coming out and it's less of a surprise. And I'm kind of upset about this one. Cause I was really hoping that I was wrong. Kevin, take it away. That's it. It listed her in the fifth episode of this season. Uh, it just says Rosario Dawson. It does not say Ahsoka Tano, by the way. But we all know that she is Ahsoka Tano. Like, she got casted for that role. We know so this. So the connection here is that the l- new Black Series Ahsoka lightsabers is totally Ahsoka, is totally Rosario Dawson's Ahsoka on the box. It didn't look like her, though. But it also doesn't look like cartoon Ahsoka. So it doesn't look like cartoon Ahsoka either. So know. it's probably some some good. Okay, I'm getting so there, Boomstick. Think... I'm getting there. I have to work naturally into it for Tim. Continue, Tim. Do you think that she is going to be, like, she's not actually going to be physically Ahsoka? Like, she's got, like, her, like, she's going to be CGI'd? No. That it's not no, going to no, be no, full no. makeup? It's It'll not going to be full, full makeup. makeup? No, no, no. They won't, they won't half-ass on us. Oh, that's, that's, that was the only reason why. This like, isn't I Lucas making that, Clone Wars. We're not. I know. I'm just saying, I feel like if the, being that she didn't look the same Rosario Dawson on the box, that it could be. It could be her as like half and half. Oh my God, chat! Stop spoiling the next part of the surprise. Fine, I have to say, it. Dave Filoni also wrote this episode. Oh no! Because no. chat won't shut up. I was saving no. it to drop the bomb to get the good reaction from Tim, but ta- so... chat won't shut the up. No. Oh no! And that's true. I agree with Pockets. If it was CGI, oh. why use Rosario Dawson? You just use Ashley yeah. Eckstein at that point. Yeah. Oh no! Filoni wrote this episode. It's definitely gonna be Ahsoka. Damn it! And is she wait, she's only credited for one episode, though. It's uh, an official listen list. I'm going to read it. Listing indicated that Rosario Dawson will appear as Ahsoka Tano during the fifth episode of The Mandalorian season okay, two. All right, okay, so I'm okay with that. My biggest fear is that Rebel was like, as much as I love Rebels and I love the characters, and Ahsoka is definitely like one of the most beloved Star Wars characters of this generation. And as much as I love Thrawn and Ezra and Sabine, like their story needs to be told in a different me- like in a different way, and it can't hijack the Mandalorian. This could be the crossover to seen- this rumored Rebels movie that the Disney Plus movie that is currently swirling in the rumor mill like a toilet. I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Really. Nobody knows if it's mm. live action. Nobody knows if it's animated. They just know that the a Rebels Disney Plus movie is is swirling in the Disney Plus toilet right now. But I mean, like, but that was like that's what Dave said. Like, someone had asked Dave the question: Is is Ezra like is Ezra dead? I think was the question. I think it'll be linking the Mandalorian to a well-known character, which we love. I think it'll yeah. give a glimpse into where. Sabine and uh, Ahsoka are at in the search for Ezra. Right. And that's it. It's I don't think it's going to answer any questions, except maybe sh- she might be like, we've looked here, here, and here. But who the hell knows if she's even going to talk about Ezra? Because why that? And it, we would need to establish some serious, serious I just, basis. I think what's exciting that about discussion. that, though, is that means that Mando is going to be out in the chaos. And the timing is really interesting because we just had Thrawn's just ascendancy, which is all about Thrawn's time as a commander in the the just ascendancy. And so I'm really, really curious to see if like are we gonna start seeing more of like that stuff. I uh it's about five years after uh they've started looking for Ezra ish. Five years Correct. Uh, yeah, so if, if you so for those that are trying to figure out timelines, um, Rebels Rebels is before episode four. Rebels ends the like you they jumps like and then then they jump from from when the, the the show actually ends the final episode. There's a there's a small scene at the end where they jump to the end when the Death Star blows up, and it's Sabine and Ahsoka shows up and she's all cut co- she's covered in her in her gown. And they say like they're off to go find Ezra, and then they blast away, and so that's so after after episode six is where they take off. So we're five years after that point, after the end of the war. Yeah, the only other 
thing that was leaked from this was that Rick uh, Famuyiwa, the director from yeah, he, he's writing episode seven for this season too. They're not done filming. No, no, he he wrote episode seven. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> wait a second. He wrote episode seven. That was the only other yeah. thing from this this leak. Ah man. So I mean, like, I'm okay with Ahsoka showing up for one episode. I was really worried that she'd become like the new like antagonist for the show or like a co-antagonist. You know, so. Rebels ends at zero ABY. The or protagonist. Summary Sorry, mentions the Battle of Endor, which is four ABY. I thought the new canon for ABY was the destruction of the death. Wasn't zero the destruction of the Death Star now? Uh, hold on. Star Wars. They changed the timeline on me, so I don't know the what it is anymore. Um, What's zero now? Well, Mando season one is five years after the the fall of the Empire. Uh, so zero ABY is Battle of Yavin. Uh, I'm looking. Infiltration of Hive Base. Hmm. ABY is after Battle of Yavin. I don't. Yeah, no, they yeah. changed the whole timeline. Like. I'm looking very I'm looking recently. On, I'm looking on Wikipedia, and Canon Zero ABY is Battle of Yavin. That is the first entry to Zero ABY. ABY might also be what they changed it to Werewood from what I was used to. So, because I, but they so, they changed so the it like two events, years ago. Yeah. So it says in the year Zero ABY, also known as 3277 LY, according to the Lothal calendar. That sounds right. And to year me. and year <laughs> 7977 in the CRC calendar. CRC stands for. Uh, what does CRC stand for? Can't you see why the canon's so much better and not confusing, Tim? <sighs> this is all very confusing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what CRC stands for. Legends is just like, you just get it, dude. It's all there. It's crazy numbers, but it's there, dude. Yeah, that's a lot. <clears throat> also, the Wikipedia entry is literally just like, it talks about it, and then it's just about a bunch of other entries going to... Did you know that the... Okay, follow me here. So you know Yavin, right? The oh, planet. CRC is the Hosnian Reckoning. Gotcha. Okay. You know Wait, the... You, you, this this fun loop of canon. Are you ready? Go for it. So you know Yavin, the temples on Yavin, right? Yes. Do you know what those are? No. So those are the old Masasi temples. Do you know what the Masasi warriors are? Oh, you told me about this, uh, but go ahead. They're like these hulkish, brutish offshoots of the ancient Sith, that red species with like tentacle faces yeah, yeah yeah you told me about yeah. that's what those temples are right and they're in they're which in yavin technically four. makes the masasi warriors canon because yavin and the temples are there and they're still called masasi temples oh in canon Sp lore speaking of yavin what did you how did you feel about actually being on yavin prime it was kind of it was pretty it was pretty i was geeking was out neat. a few times like this it was so cool and you cool. get like oh look there's yavin 4 right there you could see yavin 4 oh, in the i didn't distance. look i didn't look you i was just yeah, kind of you could see yavin 4 and then being in yavin prime was really cool because if you flew too, too close to the 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 ion storm then you'd get shocked and you'd lose health and stuff but that was really neat that was a very cool setting for a battle brent nailed it that's what i was thinking of there's another time uh metric that is before and after star killer base that's the one they added recently thank you that's what was bothering me that's the one um so rebels okay back to that rebels ends the show ends at zero aby but the fast forward is what tim is talking about because the end of rebels jumps to the end of yeah, episode yeah six. so right so so it's the, about four year difference the last, the last episode, Thank the you, last Brent. episode, like sequence, is when, um, the, it's when Kanan, Kanan dies, and then something else happens. They go to the, the the temple. He saves Ahsoka, and then that was a, and that was a, essentially it on Lothal. They 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 ended the occupancy on on Lothal, and then Ezra blasts off into space, 
and then yeah, and then the Battle of Yavin happens, and then we jump forward to uh, to episode six. That's it, chat. That's boom. That's the story. So like that, and so that's where we find ourselves. We find ourselves five years after that. So I mean, like, it's interesting that it's taking them longer than five years to find to find him. So Lord knows where they've been. Hopefully, I mean, it'd be cool. It'd be it'd be neat to like hear their story. Figure out like what they've done. What quantifies a year in Star Wars? Uh, it's 365 days. They they go by the one full rotation, standard rotation calendar. Even though all the planets are in different orbits. But apparently they say Lothal calendar. So apparently they go off of Lothal, which is in the outer rim, which is weird. where Ezra's from. A lot of things happen in Lothal. Well, Lothal has that Jedi temple that is super right, super, but super, it's super 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 important. Super sus, dude. Well, Lothal is also the planet where. They go through the veil of the force. Correct. Yep. That's in the, in that temple. So that temp that temple is is tied very very closely to the father. Winky. So it has a very very strong strong connection to the force. You want to hear another rumor before we answer some questions? Oh, am I gonna like it or is oh, it gonna stress this is, me this out? Is, no, this one's gonna be like right in your pie hole, bud. Uh, oh, okay. It's it's just gonna it's just gonna wham it right in there and it's gonna feel real good. You ready? Yes. Report. Lucasfilm reportedly bringing Darth Bane to live action. I heard about this. <laughs> yeah, my someone in my chat told me about this. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it doesn't surprise me because like, I was always like, "What? How do you feel about a Darth Bane? Like them doing something with Darth Bane?" I was like, "Honestly, it makes perfect sense. People love him." Yeah, I just don't know, like, of what, like, in what capacity would they, like, make it happen? It would like, have would to be, be animated, it would be live. No, live action. It specifically like, states live action. Does it say live action? So yeah. then, like, but what's, like, what's the style going to be? Is it going to be, like, is it, is it going to be, like, really, really heavily focused on, like, the later years of Darth Bane or, like, earlier Sith years? Like, what? How? It would what probably be, it would probably be uh, a, a loose... I don't want to say translation, but a loose version of the books where Disney inter like puts their own. I shouldn't say Disney, where Lucasfilm puts their own pieces in there. Like, are so, they going to focus heavily on like the Rule of Two, or like? I'm sure that would four? have to be a major, 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 major plot point at some point, but it's not off the bat. Because he, he has to remember the books, he has to get frustrated through what is it, a book and a half. Yeah. With how the Sith are just like completely irresponsible and there's no order and there's no but like respect. And, but to, to then that point, like, is this going to be like an adventurous movie? Like, is it going to be action? I don't think it's a movie. Is I think it's going to be dark. And I think like, it's either a miniseries or a series. Disney with with COVID. Sure. I didn't mean I didn't mean like that. I just think. No, yeah, but do you look think, at like, look at COVID and look at what it has done to movie theaters. So, sure. No, it's killed them. Where's Disney going to make killed them? Where's Disney going to make more of their money? Like what? What have we talked more about over the years? And granted, yeah, epi episodic releases. Right. Skip skip the last season of Game of Thrones, and Game of Thrones was an international sensation, one yeah. of the most popular popular television shows, and it was fantasy based. Mm -hmm. So, like, forget about how you feel about the end of it. Like, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the how popular it was for what it was. And Disney wants a piece of the pie, and they tasted sure. it with Mandalorian, and now Witcher came out, and now. We are in the age of way too many versions of stories we're going to like or hate. That yeah. is what we've entered. We, we have hit that, and you're going to get your DCs, and you're going to get your MCUs and all of this. That's, that's how it's, this is all about to play out. Um, are there any new canon Darth Bane stories yet? No. Everything's legends except for the vision, which Tim showed me it was a vision. It was not actually him. That Yoda gets in season six inside the Sith Temple, the vision he gets from the Wills of the Force during his trial. Uh, of Darth Bane. That is the only canon reference to him. I believe somebody said, because I haven't read it, the canon Palpatine book, he mentions, like, reading the readings of Darth Bane or something, or the teachings of Darth Bane or something like that. The Dare Actually, completely off topic, The they are trying to bring, what's his name, who played Daredevil, into the MCU. Uh, yes. That guy. Uh, wait, but is he gonna is he gonna come back as Matt Murdock? Yes. Yes, he's, he was an amazing Matt Murdock, and he played a great Daredevil. Like he was perfect. They're trying to do exactly what I said they would when Netflix like lost the shows two years it. ago. Wait until yeah, the contract Disney expires. Plus took it over. 
Yeah, well, wait until the contract expires with Netflix, and then bring those two actors back to play their roles because pun- they want Punisher too. They're Punisher as well. Good. They need more adult-centric shows on that platform. That would have to be on Hulu. I don't think Punisher would fly on Disney Come Plus. Come on, it'll be fine, Kevin. It'll be yeah, great okay, on Disney my Plus. Year, Daddy, I love Punisher. It was oh my god. <laughs> Daddy, what is a sawed-off shotgun? That his eye is on the floor. That is so cool. That man's head went pop. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to have to answer those questions. So I would. Who is the plan for more mature stuff? Nick would know because he works for Disney Plus. So yes, I agree with what Nick's saying because he knows. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that, I felt like that was always the plan. Uh, was when Disney got into the Hulu game too. Was the more mature yeah. stuff would end up there. So who knows? Maybe Darth Bane would be the dark, visceral. You know, like Punisher Star Wars. Show? Yeah. I don't love cool. that idea because it, it muddies my my vision of Star Wars in my head. Sure. But but that part but that part of Star Wars exists. Oh, I, 100%. There. 100%. But do they want to lean into that and mess know, with man, that? Like, you like can do a PG-13 the- version, keep it on Disney Plus and make it super dark. Sure. But like there's like crazy there's crazy stuff like the Grisk that they introduce in uh in Thrawn, like the Grisk are like they're badass. You, those I'd are the ones who said you're. Them. They're like the uh, the Yuuzhan Vong, right? They're like the Yuuzhan Vong, yeah. Do they have a picture of them anywhere? No, no, because they're only mentioned in, uh, in Thrawn. Oh, there's so a comic just, of one of them. I, I haven't seen a picture of them. Yeah, there's one in a comic here. That's on the I'm Wikipedia if you want to look. I have yet to see them. Like the Yuuzhan Vong are on another level. No, they're, ter- they're terrifying. They're really scary. And their whole like caste system and species and like they're in like eternal torment and pain is just insane. The PG thirteen political thriller Darth Bane could. Get very- I-, I think you could get away because Pirates is- lives on Disney Plus and it's all PG thirteen. Um, and there's some pretty cool stuff in Pirates that's not for kids. Like Captain Salazar with the ooze coming out of his mouth. While he talks Captain like Sal- Salazar. I'm just throwing myself into these new roles, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, these on Vong or the Grisk are very cool. Yeah, now I'm going to. You said they're in um, Aftermath or the Thrawn? No, they're in the Thrawn books. They're in book two and three. Okay. I'm telling you, Kevin. You when you when you get through. Oh Thrawn, wow! Like, oh no, that's they, not. Okay. They, um. It it like this, when they explain like the space battles and stuff, it just makes you want to just like you want like almost like a Starcraft. Like if I could have a like, a top down RTS of Star Wars like capital ships and stuff like that would that, that's what it felt like like the way that he like the the author like you know like plays them out. It's it's really really well done. Let's answer some questions. Sure. Not a question, just something that something to think of. Out of all the countless droids out there, one of them had to be named WD forty, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's good. That's very good. What do you think will be the next progression? What do you believe will be the focus of the next show after Mando, the Obi Wan miniseries? That's yeah. next, and then uh, Obi Wan, and then uh, what's his name? Cassian from, Andor. Uh, the Cassian Andor show, which would, would be if it was like a uh, that has the potential to be dark too. It could be dark if it's anything like a James Bond or a uh, Mission Impossible esque style movie. I'm down. Give me Star Wars and Mission Impossible, and I'll you could watch the heck also out of do it. like that whole stranded behind enemy lines. You know, sure, avoiding Imperial occupation in you know wherever. Yeah. Who knows? Any. You, I think you said it when we talked about it. When he's talking to uh, to to uh, Jin, he says he's done absolutely terrible things in the name of the the Republic. Yeah, or the the rebellion, I should say. So we could see some of those terrible things. If you all what? have played Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor and Middle Earth Shadow of War, how would you feel about a Star Wars game in that style of gameplay? I'm gonna need you to go back to every uh. single episode of this show and the ones we did before it. And listen to every time I say that's all I want out of life right now. It's true. 
With Timothy Oliphant revealed to pe- appear as Cobb Vanth, how do you feel about him playing the role, and who is Cobb Wait, Vanth, or what? is that a new character? Oh, yeah, that's old news. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know he was actually playing him. Well, no, that's not confirmed, but it's like, oh, okay. it's part of the heavy, so we, I mean, this like, is probably talk- happening. We've talked about it before, and it makes a I lot of sense. I think he slipped and said it, too. Um, it's, it's the character that had the spurs on in uh, whatever episode it was in the first season of Mandalorian. Four or five. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, like that was that was it was either going to be him, um, or like and doesn't it, he really there, there wasn't anybody else that really fit that role? Like this is that's the guy who's on Tatooine, who's the kind of the cowboy sheriff character in Aftermath. Doesn't he? And so that's a wear the Boba right? armor at some point. Yeah, no, he found Boba Fett's armor. Uh, he got the Sarlacc spit it up because it couldn't digest. Uh, and is that Legends or no? It's in Aftermath. Okay, so that's part of okay, and that's why I didn't know that story. So Yep. Okay. All right, cool. Excited to see what happens there. Um Also someone said them bringing back what's his face face who's the uh the voice of the clones and Boba uh, and Django Fett. Yeah. What if we run into like an old clone out somewhere like I wouldn't surprise me. I mean like I mean um doesn't necessarily have to be Boba. Like Re- like Rex is out there and whatnot. I mean, like they they yeah. They Rex was in the Battle of Endor chat. Mm-hmm. Winky wink. <laughs> no, he's there. About in Rebels. George, George in had Rebels. the forethought to film oh, Rex in the bunker scene with Han Solo and Leia all but of those works. years ago. What a visionary! It works. What a visionary! Okay. Bud. I rewatched the Bad Batch episodes, by the way. I like them yeah. more the second time around than I did the first time. They're so good. I can't wait for their own show. It's End gonna game be, that is be inevitably fun. going to be the Rainbow Six of Star Wars. I mean, like, it, it could work. 100%. Answered all of these already. If Ahsoka and Sabine are in season two, do you think it's more likely we get the conclusion of the Ezra Thrawn in Mando or another Disney Plus? I would say that Rebels movie that's rumored is the end of that. Rebels Rebels story needs to stay in Rebels. Like if you ans- if you take the ending of Rebels and finish it in Mandalorian, then you're doing Rebels a disservice. Like there's there's so much more to Rebels than just this one episode. Like this one merge of of like these these stories into one is is nothing more than like it's okay to have crossovers like crossovers is just a nod that your universe your universe is a part of so much stuff um and so that's okay like it's always cool to see characters from other shows like bump into each other when they coincide in the same universe but rebels like it needs its own special closure especially in this situation this scenario like if they can do it in its uh, another series if, like, if they did Rebels, you know, like the Rebels movie or a Rebels season seven, like that's the closure that we need, not just one or two episodes of Mandalorian. Especially how Mandalorian is written and, and directed. It's each episode is its own unique thing. Like it, it has a storyline that carries across all the way through the season, but each episode is has its own vibe, its own feel. The the camera angles are different. The the some of the even like the the way that the characters kind of interact with each other are different throughout the show. So there it is. Don't tell them what I did, Chet. What did you do? I was moving my mouse cursor to see something and they saw it pop up on your screen. So then I picked your nose with it. Um, not taking me who would you Chet. have play Thrawn in live action? Lars Mickelson, Lars Mickelson, Lars Mickelson, Lars Mickelson. Already the voice and he looks like. Braun, There's so. no reason to have anyone else not named He's Lars an Mikkelsen. amazing actor. Maybe his brother Mads, but I'd still prefer no, Lars. Yes. Both fantastic actors. Um, is it possible... Oh, you're going to hate this question, but it's a good question, Tim. Is it possible the Veil of the Force is an area where midichlorians live in dense colonies without hosts and enable interactions with the Force by other... Be- He's gone. I tried. I thought it was a good question. Like, we have to live with the fact that midichlorians is canon. As much as we all hate it, we have to live with the fact that midichlorians is canon. But Tim doesn't want to live with that fact. He might not come back. I might have to finish the show by my by myself. Um, so you guys like Star Wars? Uh, I think it's cool. I enjoy it. You done with that question yet? It's a legitimate question, Tim. It's a terrible question. No, it's not. We have to live. It, it, it is canon. I hate it, too. But it is part no. of what we have to live with. No. 
This is on. This is on level. Medichlorian, Medichlorians is only mentioned in the prequels. It's not mentioned anywhere else. But they exist. No. Mm-mm. Not in this house. Okay. One, one in the chat if you like Medichlorians, because I, 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 no, not because like it's because it's like it's also intercellular, like it's not like Medichlorians is something that is in a living organism. It's not going to be like this densely populated place where all these little organisms are living. Like I, yeah. he doesn't like the. I also, I also don't, I also don't like it was. Like the force, like, I don't like how George took Medichlorians as like this, this concentration that like makes you powerful or not. Like it's it's like it's almost like classifications in in X Men. Like you're you're you know, you're a, a one two or three mutant, like or you all at a ten or whatever, whatever your levels are. I, I don't like that. I don't like you being classified by your the amount of Medichlorians in your body makes you more powerful than others. He doesn't like it. I don't like it. Kevin, can we convince Tim once a week that there's a rumor that Jar Jar goes on a quest for midichlorians? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we'll get uh, a hint at the Chiss Ascendancy in the High Republic content, or will they save that for the future? I'm sure they'll make reference uh, to it. I mean, like, I, I don't know. It depends. It depends on how much knowledge there is of the chaos at that point in time. I would because imagine, the, though, like, the, well, I get mm, mm. no. It, so the Chiss Ascendancy didn't even know about the Republic at the time. So, like, when when Thrawn and when Thrawn meets Anakin, he went out there for a certain task. I'm not. I don't want to spoil it. Any. I don't want to spoil it. But Thrawn goes out there for a task, but he's like searching around for things and he stumbles across this area, this war that's going on, for, and he starts observing. But that's it. Like they had no knowledge of what was going on. He actually brought that information back to the Chiss. It's uh, back to back to the the higher ups in the Chiss ascendancy. So I, I don't think we'll see any nod because they had no knowledge of that part. Because they, because they, they, they co, they, they coincide in the same universe, but they don't, they don't inhabit the same space. And, and for you need a special type of navigator to get through the chaos, like the K, like you saw, you saw the chaos in episode nine, as like as as Ben Swolo is going through, going to find, um, uh, not the Starforge, uh, what's the what's the place called, Kevin? Because now it's Starforge in my head, um, Exegol. He's trying to find Exegol. And so he, but the only way that you can do it is if like you either are, are a force wielder or you're a navigator, you're a, you're a part of the navigator guild, or you have your, you're a Chiss uh, navigator and you have third sight. And so that's, so you just can't have just like anyone go into the, into the chaos. They'll, you'll die. So they just, they just had, they had no knowledge of each other. So I definitely do not see any type of nod going to the Chiss ascendancy in the, the high Republic. The only thing that bothers because even me, the outer rim, the outer rim wasn't even like that discovered. That was still the Wild West. Like they were, they were moving out into that direction to start to colonize and things like that. The only thing that bothers me about that is that the Chiss in Legends played such a huge role in the Empire, like early on. That's the only. Thing uh, I mean, me I mean maybe that. they did, and like, and at some point there was a power change, and records were were lost or destroyed, and and things were forgotten. But like in, in like where it is right now and set up. Um, the Chiss had no, they had no knowledge of that. The Chiss call the wild space beyond the outer rim, the chaos. So yeah, it's both, called, it's, both it's are, not, you can say either one. Yeah. The unknown, yeah. The unknown regions or now in the Thrawn books, they, they just refer to it as the chaos. All three are acceptable answers for what's outside the red line. Th that is that is just the new term to it. Is just the chaos. Just like you can call Corbin Morbin, but I'll choke you if you call it Morbin because it's called Corbin. It's very simple. <laughs> Wait, do I get choked now or not? You might if you call it the dumb name, <laughs> call it the cool name that it should have been all along. But then they Disney was like, "We made an oops. We're gonna fix it. It's a dialect thing." What? 
that's it for tonight, chat. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and Tim as we talk Star Wars. I brought my lightsaber to the party tonight. Well, my son's lightsaber. Uh, but the batteries died, so I couldn't, I couldn't turn I have it on. A, I have a cool helmet. Oh, show him the new helmet before we go. I'll do the outro while you're doing that. Thank you so much for hanging out today. Uh, we appreciate you. If you're new to the show, you can check it out on rareshop.co. Click the Star Wars and Scotch button. You can listen to old episodes. You can check out new ones, whatever. Keep up with all the stuff that we're doing. Uh, you can check out Timmy's fb.gg slash darkness429 on Facebook. I'm Kevin Kmagic101 on Twitch and KevinXVision on Twitter. And everything we do is on Rarejob. Rarejob.co. Simple as f Just go Rarejob.co and you're there. We appreciate you as always. We'll be back next week. If you only caught half the episode, you can catch up with it tomorrow when it goes live on YouTube or on all of your audio podcast feeds. I'm going to punch into hyperspace since Tim can't really punch do it. Kevin. Oh, he can. Oh, my goodness. That's so cool. We're going to go raid cool. our friends at Bolts Gaming tonight. We are the uh, official production partner of Bolts Gaming. So if you could pop over in that raid and give them a hearty hello, it would help hey, me and Tim a lot. Can you do that for hello us? Hello there. Can you, chat? Can what? you? Can you do it, laddie? Thanks. We appreciate you. Have a good one. Bye.